And if you feel like you want to punch me in the throat for that, feel free because I fucking hate that ASMR shit. (laughs) Welcome, tribe. Welcome back. Happy New Year. It's 2019. Oh my fucking God. We made it. We made it to a new year. And um, this is my first episode of 2019. And I'm super excited and I hope that you are well rested and you're just like getting into your groove of 2019 and killing it already. Um, For those of you who are maybe not familiar with what ASMR is, let me just read you a little short description. ASMR stands for, (laughs) excuse me, sorry. I don't think anyone likes um, coughing as ASMR, but maybe. Maybe that's something that's out there. Um, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response is what the initials stand for, ASMR. A feeling of well-being combined with a tingling sensation in the scalp and down the back of the neck as experienced by some people in response to a specific gentle stimulus, often a particular sound. So, yeah, um, that's a thing, I guess. Uh, it's not really a thing for me, but it makes me laugh because it's like all over social media. If you're on social media, you've probably seen them. And hey, no offense to anyone who is into ASMR. If you dig it, cool, because wh- you know what? Here's how I think about it. Whatever is going to help you feel better that's healthy and doesn't hurt anybody else, right? It's like the caveat I always use. More power to you. If you figured that out and you embrace that, cool. Am I necessarily gonna sign up for an ASMR feed? Nah, probably not. Uh, I'm good. I do enjoy a scalp massage (laughs) and I do enjoy when people do videos with the sounds of water in the background. I've found that that's relaxing, but I've always enjoyed water, so that's not a surprise. But um, listening to someone whisper makes me want to punch them in the throat, and also listening to someone chew makes me want to punch them in the throat. So I don't think I'm a candidate for a candidate, well, for ASMR, but like I said, um... If you're into it, cool, and kudos. And I apologize to those of you who are like myself if during this podcast I've ever made sounds with my mouth other than talking that are really close to your earbuds because I'm also human, you know, and we're not robots, so sometimes those sounds happen right? Like there's people out there who are just really turned off by burping. And hey, that's a human function. And unless I'm a robot, it gonna happen. Uh-huh. So, you know, I apologize for what I can. I, apolog- I don't apologize for what I can't. Um, speaking of robots, uh, why can't I think of the name now? Duh. It's like one of my favorite movies. Oh, Ghost in the Shell is on it's the uh, Scarlett Johansson version, though, which I'm not as psyched about. But at least it brought it to the attention of people who didn't know about the original anime, right? 
and if you've never seen the original anime, but you've only seen the Scarlett Johansson Ghost in the Shell, you need to go see the anime version because it's the shit. If you're into art at all, or into anime, or into the revolution of robots (laughs) over humans, which is basically any kind of apocalypse or any kind of zombie apocalypse, then you should watch it because you should be informed. And it's a very amazingly done film. Anyway, how are you guys? Uh, It's been a little bit since I've last recorded because I wanted to take a little vacation and I wanted to take a little bit of a break and make sure that I came back with some fire content. Do people say that still? I feel like that's, that's like a VJ thing. Do they really even have VJs anymore? I feel like they don't because nobody plays music videos. <clears throat> and there aren't really DJs in the sense of like radio disc jockeys. I mean, there are, but there aren't really. I, I, I can't remember the last time I listened to the regular radio. <laughs> oh my God, excuse me. <clears throat> I listen to SoundCloud and my music because it's way better. <laughs> and there's no commercials um, because I pay for SoundCloud. And I pay for no commercials. Oh my god. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm having to burp and I apologize. This is a really sloppy start to 2019. And you know what? It's okay. I'm going full the fuck out this year. I don't know about you guys, but um, I'm not really worried so much about what people think about anything that I do. Not that I really was before, but even more so. So if I made you uncomfortable the previous years, you're going to be way more uncomfortable this year. Okay, <laughs> let's just get that out there. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to the prior, the prior. I'm preaching to the prior right now. I'm preaching to the choir right now because if you're here, and you're a subscribed listener, and you've listened to Chalk Olympia lessons for the first year, you already know what you signed up for. You know what I'm saying? But it's the people who um, are new. Welcome. Uh, don't be scared. <laughs> or the people who don't know that I have a podcast and then just decide to listen to an episode and then of course they listen to the most recent one because they don't know that it it's like establishing a a relationship with someone where you start from the beginning and then you build your way up but that's okay maybe now you'll go to one but um that being said it's just like I'm getting to a point where I don't care And when I say that, again, with the caveat being, it's not I don't care in that I don't care about you or I don't care about people or I don't care about what happens. I mean, I don't care how I'm perceived by someone else at this point. I can't control it anyway. Like, even if I control the way I am or the way I do things or the way I act, someone's still not gonna like me. So why the fuck would I edit myself? You know what I'm saying? And it's a waste of energy, and it's way too tiring. Well, that's the same thing, but in two different ways. But uh, it's just, if anyone's listening, and I know a lot of my listeners are kind of on the younger side, um, I'm not like the spokesperson for life. I haven't figured it out. I'm still figuring it out. I figure it out as I go and then I try to share my lessons as I go. 
because there's things that I've learned and I feel like if I can at least help someone maybe dodge some kind of a bullet or at least be prepared for something or at least start to work on certain behaviors and habits that work towards success. Like, I'm obviously not Steve Jobs, right? But I think I'm doing well for myself despite the things that have come up, which is life, right? Everyone has their shit. Everyone has the stuff that they're dealing with, the things that um, make them uncomfortable, the things that are triggers, and all of that. Everybody has all of that. My point with this podcast is to just kind of help or guide or even provide humor while trying to help or guide anyone who might need it. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I have it all figured out. I'm not saying I'm the best at everything that I do. I'm just saying I'm a human and I'm sharing this on my podcast. Okay, that's the disclaimer. I'm not a licensed therapist. I don't have a PhD in anything. I do have a master's degree. I do have a bachelor's degree. Um, I have several certifications. But all of us are learning every day. I feel like when you stop learning, that's when it's problematic because maybe you've gotten to a point where you think you know everything or you just don't want to know anything else, which is also scary. So uh, I hope that 2019 introduces some new kind of spark or new ambition, whatever it is, in whatever it is, with whomever it's with to just kind of continue experiencing life at your full capacity or most exciting time. Um, I have a few pinpoints that I want to talk about in this first episode of the new year. Uh, there's, <laughs> I feel like it's only, I think it's the, it's the 12th of January it's only 12 days in and I feel like a lot of movement has happened. A lot of things have taken place, not just in my life, but in just like the universe, in the world. Um, last night I went to, I went to a drum and bass show and it's been years since I've been to a drum and bass show and it's been, I've never been to a drum and bass show show by myself like I usually go with friends and fellow people who enjoy that music but as the years have gone on I've found that I'm the only person that I know in my circle that really enjoys that style of music so I went by myself and I was like I'm gonna just fucking go because I want to go and I don't care if I show up by myself and I go by myself whatever and I have to tell you it's super liberating. If you've never gone to a movie by yourself, if you've never gone to a concert by yourself, things that I've done, if you've never eaten by yourself, like in an actual restaurant, not like at home by yourself, but if you've ever like gone out to a restaurant to eat by yourself or haven't done that, um, these are things you should experience. I think as a human being, it's important to know what that feels like. There are people who are totally fine with it. And then there are people who are really not. As a female, it's a little bit different too because um, 
fuck, I don't know. I don't know why it's different. If I knew why it was different, I would have the whole world figured out, you know? Uh, But it's different for girls than it is for guys. So if a girl goes to dinner by herself, it's seen as, by majority of society, I'm not saying everyone, but it's seen as a weird behavior. It's seen as a weird thing. Um, What I've found is that males want to save you when you are by yourself, which in essence is nice, I guess, but also insulting because it's like, why wouldn't I be okay by myself? And also why would I need you to help me? And then also why do you feel like I need the assistance of a male to be okay? So, um, I had a friend once who told me that she went to dinner. I won't say her name. Um, But she went to dinner by herself. And she lives in New York, which is a place where people do a lot of shit by themselves. If anything, I love going to New York because when I do most of my shit by myself, it's not weird there. But for some reason, it's different per state. I don't know. Like, it just feels different doing things by yourself in California or San Diego or L.A. than it does, not so much L.A., but uh, than it does in New York. In New York, everyone's pretty much by themselves. Um, So when I do stuff in New York by myself, it it doesn't feel weird to me. Or I don't feel like other people are going, oh my God, she's by herself. But in San Diego, I feel like people are going, oh my God, why is she by herself? Which is really weird. Um, Well, it's a small city, I guess. To me, for people who are in San Diego, they're like, oh my God, it's like not a small city. But to me, it's like fucking Ohio population 205 people, whatever. So anyway, 205, that's a really small population. I mean, like, eh, we'll say I, I feel like San Diego to me is like 10,000 people. (laughs) And I know that's not, that's not true, but it's like, anyway, whatever, who cares? But, um, so in New York, she was going to dinner by herself and she ran into, um, Tony Danza, which like Tony Danza from, um, who's the boss for those of you who are way too fucking young to even know who Tony Danza is, which is weird. Oh, excuse me. But, um, Tony Danza, uh, came up to her table and he asked her if she was going to be using one of the chairs. He said, can I take this chair? And she said, um, no, you're fine. And he said something to her. I can't remember what exactly she told me he said, but he was basically like, party of one, like, why are you, basically saying like, why are you eating by yourself? Which, I mean, Tony Danza, like, come on, bro. You should be cooler than that. <laughs> because, I don't know why. I feel like you should be cooler than that, but I guess you're not. So anyway, it just made me laugh because I was like, what a douche. And then also, um, why is it a big deal? I just don't get that. And then... Um, if a female goes to a restaurant at night by herself, or if she goes to a bar by herself, why does she need you to talk to her? Uh, she doesn't. Okay. She also doesn't need you to buy her a drink. Now, there are some girls who are into that thing who are like, oh, let me get all the free drinks I can get. I'll just talk to you for a few minutes and na-na-na-na. And that's gross, one, to me, I think, 
because now you're talking to this person who feels like maybe there's a shot, but you're really just using them. Using people is never a good idea, okay? P.S. And then if you end up with a crazy person who's talking to you, they might feel like they like you owe them something, okay? And I'm never for that. I ain't never gonna owe nobody nothing, okay? So uh, I buy my own drinks and there's never that like connotation of, okay, well, I've been entertaining you for a few minutes, so I guess like you can buy me a drink and then I guess you can talk to me for a little bit longer now. But, you know, like I've said, there are females out there who are like that. Guys, if you decide to participate in that, it's up to you. Whatever. Ladies, if you decide to participate in that, that's also up to you. I like to buy my own drinks and I like to not owe anyone nothing. That's just how I am. Um, that being said, I think that one of your New Year's resolutions should be if it hasn't, if you haven't done it yet, is what I'm saying, is to step out of your comfort zone. Go to a concert by yourself, go to dinner by yourself, go to a movie by yourself, whatever you feel like you feel comfortable trying, and then go from there, right? Um, I've had people tell me, they're like, you've gone to dinner by yourself or you've gone to a movie by yourself or you go to a concert. I go, most concerts I go to, I go to by myself because I like my music and it's rare that other people like my same music and that's okay because I don't want to be forced to go to someone's like fucking country concert. No offense to anyone who likes country, but I don't and I don't want to go to that. That doesn't sound like a good time to me. So I don't expect anybody else to do that for me. Because if you don't like my music, generally, like, in your heart, if you don't like it, I'm good going by myself, you know? So I went to a drum and bass concert last night, and it was super fun. I had the best time. People were so cool. The DJs were dope. Um, We were, like, kind of cold at first, and then by the end, everybody was, like, sweating. We're all dancing. There's a fucking mosh pit. It was insane. And I had taught... I taught two classes and then I took a class and then I went straight to the venue and um, I mean I changed and everything but then I went directly to the venue and then I was there for four hours and stayed the whole time and it was fucking rad and I want you to experience that if you've never experienced that because it's just like liberating and it makes you feel strong and independent and I was out and meeting people and It was just a good fucking time, and I want everybody to embrace their 2019 that way too, even if it doesn't, you know, if music's maybe not your thing, if something else is your thing, go do that, and fucking be like, yes, I did that, like I want everyone's 2019 to be like that, because I'm already starting, and I'm already like, yes, I fucking did that. And it's 12 days in, and I want everybody to experience that, okay? So that's what we're aiming for this year, Chocolumpia Lessons Tribe, all right? You're with me? I hope you're with me. You're going to need a pen and paper for this fucking episode. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know straight up. That's what's happening this episode, okay? We're going to nerd it on out. We're going to nerd it the fuck out. So pen and paper, go and grab that. And then if you have to listen back and write stuff down then, that's fine, you know? So, 
We're goal setting like a motherfucker. Um, it's Saturday. On Tuesday, I went into a training for a new certification. Um, and it was a three-day one-on-one intensive certification. And so I went back to not school, but basically. And I have to tell you, if you are not learning something every day, I feel like you're slowly dying. And you can learn something by reading. You can learn something by listening to a podcast. It doesn't necessarily have to be mine, but I do feel like I'm, you know, I'm hoping that I'm teaching something and not just talking out of my ass all the time. But you might have like, you know, podcasts that are educational on your list. Read a book, like I said. Um, Maybe you watch shows or documentaries that teach you. Anything information-wise that you're gaining each day, I think that that's so important because I feel like when you're not learning... I don't know, there's no betterment that's happening there. Not that you're not being a better person. And like I said, learning comes in different forms. You might be learning from taking a class. You might go to a gym and take a class. You might go to a studio and take a class. You might go to a workshop. You might talk to someone who's um, really knowledgeable and learn something from them. It doesn't always have to be the same way, but as long as you're learning something every day, I think that's really important. I think that's going to like light the fire within. And um, just when I walk around, I see people who are not lit. And I don't mean that in a funny way. I, I mean, um, their passion from inside is not lit. The spark within is not lit. They're not inspired to be better, to do better, to seek more in their lives. They're just like, well this is it, I guess, and this is what it's going to be, and this is all I deserve, and no. I think that's, that's, that makes me really sad. And um, maybe I'm the opposite, where I'm like, I want to learn as much as I can. I want to learn from this person. I want to learn this. I'm going to study this. I'm going to get a certification in this. I'm going to get a degree in this. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to learn about this documentary. I just, but that's always been since I was a kid. Like I, I always wanted to learn as much as I could. And not saying that you have to have that same intensity about it, but I feel like if you are wanting to learn and be better, that helps you in everything. It helps you for your kids. It helps you for your partner. It helps you for your family. It helps you for the career that you're in. So, um, you know, when I say go out and learn something, it doesn't mean that you have to go back to school or start a trade or whatever. Like, read a book. And at the end of the episode today, I'm going to go over some of my favorite books so that you guys can maybe read them if you're interested. Um, Again, it's just ideas. Uh, I'm currently reading a book. I'm not done with it yet. I think I have maybe 40 pages left, but it's it's a book that uh, I'll talk about in a second, but just to kind of intro it, a friend of mine bought it for me a year ago, and it sat on my desk, and every time I looked at the cover, I, I just kind of rolled my eyes. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. You know, 2018, like I told you guys, 2018 
was a motherfucker. And um, when I would look at the cover of the book, I would just roll my eyes and be like, ugh, whatever. And I remember starting to read. I read like maybe the first two pages and I went, no, no, not reading this. And I put it down. Uh, And then I read it during my break, during my vacation. And uh, I laughed and I cried and I went through a lot of shit reading it. And I was highlighting shit And I was preaching. I was like, yes, this, this part. I need to remember this part. Um, But I'll explain or talk about the book in a second. We have some other topics that I would like to talk about first. Uh, Okay, so we talked about in the last episode, I talked about goal setting and intention setting. And that was because it was New Year's Eve and to kind of get us in the mindset of 2019 get ready for the year, whatever your intentions were. I'm really serious when I say write it down. You can think about it all you want, but I think that writing it down makes it real. I also think that making a vision board makes it real. Doing a list on your phone makes it real too, but there's just something about that writing it physically down that that muscle memory, and then maybe it's seeing your handwriting, writing the goal down, you feel more connected to it. That's how, that's what I've always felt. Um, I listened to Shalene Johnson's podcast also, and she has two podcasts, one about her uh, business, and then one about just kind of like life. Uh, If you're interested, you can send me a DM or you can email me and I can um, give you the name because I can't remember it off the top of my head. But um, whenever I'm feeling like I'm just needing to get back on track, I listen to her podcasts and I really enjoy the things that she says. She's very bubbly and very like 80s fitnessy because that's what she comes from. And that's how I found her uh, from like fitness, the fitness industry. But she's fucking funny and she's super straight laced, like doesn't curse on her um, podcast and goes to church every Sunday and, you know, all that, uh, which, you know, cool. Um, totally different from this podcast, you heathens that are listening. <laughs> every time I see the E next to every episode I write, I'm like, ooh, sorry, but not sorry because, I mean, what are you going to do? That's me. Uh <laughs> Um, but so I listened to her podcast and she says the same thing. She believes that writing it down physically is just different from putting a list that's typed into your phone. Okay. So you have to write it down and it has to be a clear statement. It can't be like for one goal. It can't be like a paragraph long. It's okay to go into depth later, but it has to be a sentence, like a clear, concise sentence that you can read and go, okay, 2019, boom, boom, boom. And then if you want to go into it in depth, in detail later, you can, but writing it down and being able to see it and then visiting it, you know, regularly. Uh, But so last episode, we talked about goal setting and intention setting, and um, I just wanted to remind you of that as we go into this first episode for 2019, make sure you're writing stuff down. And really, you know, here's the thing. Sometimes people, and I I do this with my students all the time, I tell them to goal set. And don't censor it. 
sometimes people will tell me like, oh, well, that's too big for me or that's, I'm not qualified for that or that's not in, who, why? Why? I, I, I've never understood and maybe it's because I'm just like my imagination is huge and it's always been huge since I was a kid. Um, I loved reading and I loved writing and so... I've never had this like limit to what I was able to attain. And some people when I work with them will tell themselves, even in their list, you know, that they're unable to get that. Or because they don't know how they're going to get that. And I get it. That makes sense, you know? Of course, right? Like if you don't have $5 million, how are you going to imagine having $5 million? But you have to, to get there, if that makes any sense at all, right? Um, as a kid, I talked about dance all the time. I talked about performing. I talked about having a studio. I talked about having a company, all of those things. And... Um, as a kid, you know, you don't limit yourself. You're just like, the world is my oyster. I can have whatever I want. And and hopefully your parents are like, yes, Susie, you can have all of those things. <laughs> and they're not the parents that are like, get real. You're going to have to work at blah, blah, blah forever, you know, because that's fucked up. And I'm sorry if that was your childhood. And I know that that's a reality. But, uh... If you need my voice to say that, fuck that, that's not your reality, then use that, okay? Because it's not. And if you're willing to put in the time and work and um, focus on what your goals are, you can have all of them. It's going to take a lot of time and focus and work. I'm not saying it's just going to magically appear. It's not like how people try to make the secret seem where they're just like, I'm going to focus on having this and then when I open my eyes, I'm going to have that. No, it's not going to be like that, okay? You're going to have to focus on it, yeah, but you're going to have to fucking work. And like I've talked before, you're going to have to eat plates of dicks and shit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be your favorite thing to eat is dicks and shit and dicks and shit and more dicks and more shit and more dicks and more shit and then a combination of dicks and shit together and then sometimes it's partly dicks and shit and then sometimes it's all shit and then sometimes it's all dicks and then eventually you start to see oh all the work that I'm putting in is happening Wow, that's exciting. And then you look back at your fucking 2019 goal setting and intention setting list and you go, oh shit, I did that. And you're able to give yourself a pat on the back and that's fucking exciting as fuck. And that's why I tell you guys that it's real and that it's something that happens, but you can't just write it down and go, okay, cool. Now I'm gonna go fuck around and not do anything related to that thing that I wrote down on my list and then come back a year later and be like, oh, well, I guess it doesn't work. So fuck that. I guess I'm just going to have to work at the fucking pickle packing company for the rest of my life. And then you just give up on life. And that's not the way to go. Okay? So remember that. Again, no insult to the pickle packing factory people. 
I don't know your life. I really don't. It's just an example <laughs> from an old episode that has stuck. And now people write to me about how they've run into people who are like pickle packing factory people. <laughs> Have I created a monster? I hope not. I hope, I, I mean, listen, I feel like if you listen and vibe with this podcast, this is, here's, I'm going to describe to you what I think my demographic is, okay? And just based on, um, on the emails that I get, the DMs that I get, the responses that I get, and the shares that I get, and the feedback that I've received. Um, you're probably in the millennial section with a few people that are like in the 30, 40 section, Right? Male and female. And um, you work hard. You have a sense of humor. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. G-A-W-D. Thank God. Uh, you, don't think, you don't take things too seriously. Um, you probably curse a lot. Uh, you're probably also cool as fuck. And you're fun. You know? So, uh, and I love that about my demographic. I appreciate, appreciate you guys because uh, I think that the energy that I put out is reciprocated by the energy of the people that listen to this podcast. And without you guys, it wouldn't be possible. I'd really just be fucking talking to myself, which happens anyway, but at least there's some kind of structure here and... Hopefully, you guys are learning something. I don't know, you know? But uh, that's my intention. Um, so, oh, so, man, way, 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 way down the rabbit hole. But so what I was saying was I recently got a new certification in something which caused me to have to reflect on being a student again. And to be honest, I'm either in class training or I'm learning something new because I liked, I've always enjoyed being a student and that's I think what helped me decide that I wanted to become a teacher because when I connected with my teachers who were amazing, I felt inspired and I felt a spark and I wanted to go out and conquer the world you know that that's that's how I felt and I wanted to also be able to give that to people um so I think that being able to learn or remember just what it's like to be a student again is always important because it brings me back to one you know I think whatever career you're in it's important to go back to one whatever your focuses so that you remember what it's like to be a beginner. You remember what it's like to be in the suck. (laughs) You know what I mean? Being in the suck is like when you just don't know what the fuck you're doing (laughs) and you're trying to figure it out. You're a complete beginner, like really, really beginner, you know? Like there's times where you can take a class and like say – say you're an RN, right? And you go and you take an anatomy class, but you shouldn't already, you should already know that shit. So it's not really like a struggle taking that class. You're just like, okay, this is so easy. I got an A, teacher's pet. I'm used as the example. You know what I mean? Um, 
But when you go into a class where you know nothing and you have to be in the suck again, it humbles you, which I think is the most important part. And it reminds you again of what it feels like to be there and also how we need to support and nurture and applaud when things do go right. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of that this week. There was a lot of like, what the fuck am I doing? There was a lot of like, oh my God. (laughs) And that was just being in the suck again because it was a totally new field. And I was excited for it because I'm like, look, not everything I do is going to be fucking, you know, stellar. But I want to work towards it. I want to get to that. Um, And I think that that's just important. So I invite you to be in the suck. I invite in any, it it can be in anything. You can find the suck in anything, really. (laughs) And I invite you to be there and to figure out, okay, so you can't go into the suck and just stay there, right? You have to get into the suck and then figure out how to get out of the suck. Like you get out of the suck and you become stronger, smarter, better, at whatever it is you're in, right? You can't just go, oh my God, I'm in the suck. This sucks. I quit. That defeats the whole purpose. You have to want to be better from the suck, okay? So there's that. Uh, It's also funny when you realize, how do I phrase this? Um... There was a, an old quote that I saw on <clears throat> on Instagram a while back, and it said, notice who is giving you applause when you complete something that you're proud of. Just notice. Notice who's there. Notice who applauds, who applauses, who applauds. <laughs> notice who applauds and who doesn't. Just notice it. And sometimes, you guys, I'm going to tell you, sometimes it trips me out. Actually, fuck that. Scratch out sometimes. Most of the time, it, it's, a, it's a shock. Um, I have people that I've never met in person and people who I've maybe known for a few months who will applaud or say at least like, wow, good job, congratulations, whatever. And it's not that you post it for that, right? I did what I did for me and I was proud of it. So I wanted to share it. And um, literally people that I've never met or people that I've only known for a few months were the ones that were like, wow, congrats, that's so awesome. Or congratulations, good job. Uh, I randomly, and I've talked about before, um, angels in my previous episodes, I think more in the early on episodes, uh, I do believe that the universe or Buddha or Jesus or God or whoever you believe in sends you angels 
and you might not know them. They might not necessarily be like a relative or a friend from the past, but it might just be that you need guidance or help. And I feel like the universe does send you that. And I randomly met this girl. I say met, but I've never like physically met her or like seen her in person. It's all been social media. Um, but I saw a comment that she left on someone else's post on Facebook and I commented and, um, we messaged each other and she was one of the nicest, most helpful people that I've ever met. And it's like, I've talked to you about abundance before. There's people who come from the mindset of scarcity, like this is mine. And I can't share it with you because then if you have it, then that means it takes away from me. But that's not how abundance works. And so there's scarcity mindset and then there's abundance mindset. And this lady was from abundance mindset, which is that there's enough for all of us, right? And I've talked about this last episode. I talked about how I grew up, um, I grew up kind of learning and observing the scarcity and reading because I I told you I like to read books I read a lot of books and I watched a lot of movies um, about abundance and how that mindset works and how when you think you don't have money that's gonna always happen and if you think that you do have money and you obviously are working on not just spending your shit on stupid shit there's abundance right it's the whole idea behind like giving to people whether it's literally giving or it's just kind of giving knowledge or love or care to other people and then that comes back to you right so she was from the mindset of abundance and I can tell because uh, she shared a lot of information with me uh, and doesn't even know me and was so sweet and so supportive she was like one of the first text messages I received when I finished my new certification and that to me spoke so big to what the universe is capable of if you're open to it and when I say universe you can replace that with whatever you believe in if you believe in Buddha if you believe in God whatever you want to insert there but but the higher being right the higher power whatever it is if for you that Satan you know good luck, whatever, if that's what it is, that's what it is, I don't know, but, um, so what, insert whatever there, right, uh, and, um, and I, I believe that it supports you in what you need and are open to expressing that you need, and, um, I thank her, I thanked her today, we were talking, um, about experiences in this particular field and uh and also my teacher who did the certification um was another woman who is from abundance and so what I'm saying is I just I thank my females who are also supportive of fellow girl bosses because I think that's important especially in the time that we're in um the a lot of the books that I am suggesting to you are female written but there are a couple of books that are male written um but you know I'm female so surprise (laughs) ta-da 
if you didn't know. Um, and my biggest thing is that women need to support other women because for whatever, well, not for whatever reason, it's history, right? It's unfortunate. But in historically, from way back in like caveman days, right, it was a competition with women and that still kind of carries over and you know I get it it's survival it's um, finding a mate it's finding a mate that provides and all of that shit it's like that's like deep down right in the DNA but what I'm saying is 2019 like we can chill a little bit on that shit you know like a little bit chill um so I just I always like I always support my fellow females who are trying to make a name for themselves because I know it's fucking hard. Uh, I come from an industry where my colleagues are mostly men and a lot of them are fucking football coaches. And, um, you know, so I've had to keep up in that field. And I never really had too much of a hard time with it because I just, like, I grew up with guys being mostly my friends, so I was kind of used to how that energy felt, but there are a lot of females out there who aren't used to that, so, um, you know, but my point is that we should all support each other. Females, I'm talking to you, okay? Males, I'm talking to you too, but females, I'm talking to you, um, we're going to get into it for a second and not more than that because I I really can't fucking stomach it but I do have to talk about R. Kelly and the documentary on Lifetime if you follow me on Instagram at Chocolumpia you probably saw me go off on the documentary when I watched it because I was livid now I knew about the story when it first came out I was never an R. Kelly fan, never. I won't even listen to a song. Just one, because it sucks. And I highly doubt that anyone who listens to this podcast is a fan of R. Kelly because my fans, like I said, have better taste than that. <clears throat> but so I was never a fan of his music because like a two year old could write it. And also, I, it's just not my style. Uh, watching the documentary made my stomach hurt. It I had a hard time sleeping that night and um, I couldn't even finish the whole thing. So I watched the first, the way my on-demand was broken down, it was broken down into six parts. So I saw the first three and then the next day I had to catch up and watch the next three. I think there's three episodes total on Lifetime. But um, I just don't get how he got off from the 14 charges that he was charged for watching that documentary and being an observer of um, physical energy when these women are talking about their experiences how they're holding themselves while they're talking uh, where they would get upset what topics they were talking about when they would get upset Um, There was one particular girl who had to see, well, she was in the old house where she used to be held captive. Well, I guess it's not really captive because it was voluntary, but 
when you're in a, a relationship like that with someone who's a sociopath or um, who is verbally abusive uh, or emotionally abusive even, um, you feel trapped. So she couldn't even see the room that she used to stay in. Any judge who's ever taken a psychology class, and I hope to God that the psychologists or that uh, judges have taken at least some psychology classes, would see that video and go, oh, this motherfucker is guilty. This motherfucker, he's guilty of something. We have a video of him doing whatever the fuck he's doing. And like I said, I don't want to go into this too long because like, I had to sage my house after watching it. I just felt like disturbed after watching the documentary. If you haven't watched it, you just have to mentally be ready for it. It's intensive. Um, I just want him, I was hoping the next day that in the news it would say, R. Kelly goes to prison because hallelujah, uh, we need less men out there doing that to women and girls, and we need especially that when it's coming from a black man to black girls, because it's hard enough to be a black female. It's hard enough to be black. It's hard enough to be a female. It's hard enough to be a black female. Okay? So hear me. When you hear me say this, as Chocolumpia, I'm half. I'm half black. I'm half Filipina. But as my black side, uh, being a black female, trying to live in America is hard. It's challenging. I'm not saying it's not hard for anybody else. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it's a totally different level. And here's the thing. When I read comments coming from other black ladies who are saying shit like, oh, well, I don't care what you did, R. Kelly. I'm still going to listen to your music. That's the shit I'm talking about. That's the non-support, that's the unintentional shade, right? I've talked about um, all the different shades in the last episode. There's unintentional shade, too. People aren't aware that they're doing... They are, they are aware. Deep down, they're aware of it. But unintentional shade is when you shade someone. It's like a jab, but you didn't mean to say it, but it came out because basically in your thought process, you have that there. And uh, it's usually funny, but in this, in this instance, I don't think it's funny. Because we're talking about the mentality of young girls. We're talking about the emotional and um, mental health of females. And it's just, it's poisonous. It's cancerous. It's dangerous. And I just, I... Maybe this year I'm going to jump on on board and fucking volunteer to do something regarding the whole mute R. Kelly thing because I just, I'm too fired up. I'm too fired up on that. Like, no, there's just, it's just, it's too much. And um, if you watched the documentary and uh, you disagree, then, well, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with your soul. I really don't. But... Uh, yeah, so that was something I watched recently, and I had to speak on it because, you know, 
I spoke on it on my IG story. I think I lost a lot of followers when it came to that. But hey, you know what? Here's the thing. Shit's uncomfortable, y'all. And growth is uncomfortable. And learning how to be better is fucking uncomfortable. It is. It just is. Learning something new is uncomfortable. Learning how to be better is uncomfortable. Getting critiqued so that you stop doing behaviors that are not conducive to you being better that's uncomfortable it is it is that it is and um if it was all fucking butterflies and glitter and goddamn candy canes you know this we wouldn't be human so um 2019 like you gotta feel the feels man but you gotta like work on being better and you can't just decide that you're not gonna be better because it's hard it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable it makes me sad i don't want to feel icky well you know what you're just gonna be a boring ass person then that's how that's gonna go so embrace the suck you know embrace it uh, what else is I going to tell you guys? Oh, oh, the books. Okay, so as we are um, kind of winding down on this episode, there are a couple of things I didn't hit, but uh, I did want to talk about, um, well, okay, really fast. I want to talk about this. Uh, it was an unintentional shade. It seemed like it at first, but it's confidence, Okay. I had reached out to this girl on Instagram, some uh, a model that I um, really like, and she had said something in her IG story, and I was like, do you, she was talking about agents and everything, and I said, do your agents ever give you a hard time about your ink, because they give me a hard time about my ink, and she said, nope, lol, I'm like the exception to the rule because of my experience, resume, and honestly, my vast talent. And I was like, whoa, like take it down a peg. Honestly, my vast talent. And then she said, I'm sorry to hear you've gotten shit. Tattoos are bomb. Um, And so my initial thought was, whoa, somebody's full of themselves, you know. And of course, she's beautiful. She's booked for everything. She's got a million well I don't think she has a million she's got like a lot of thousands of followers like a like hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram but then I thought about it and she ended up writing me she um ended up going to my page and liked a bunch of my pictures and like left positive comments and everything so like when I initially read it and here's the thing with writing with text messagings whatever messenger or whatever uh it's hard to get tone especially if you don't really know someone personally right um but I was thinking after initially reading that and thinking oh my god this bitch is like really into herself uh I thought well what if we all had that confidence though like yeah I mean you know honestly my fucking vast talent that's why nobody has a problem with my shit And I was like, maybe that's what 2019 needs to be for some of us more. Myself included. Like, own that shit. You know? People are going to not like you whether you suck or whether you're bomb. (laughs) That makes no sense whatsoever. But you don't have any control over other people and what they think. And to be honest, who fucking cares? But so that message back to me made me rethink 
how I thought about it. I was like, well, shit. I mean, you know, we all have that in ourselves, but we maybe edit it or feel bad about it. Like we shouldn't have confidence because then that, no, boo, don't dim your light for someone else to feel comfortable. Friends, relationship, family, whatever. So take that, take that, put it in your pipe and smoke it or whatever, whatever old phrase you want to say. Okay, real quick, because we're getting down to the wire. That's another old person phrase. (laughs) I don't even know how I know these, probably from books, because I don't think my parents say this shit. Uh, We're getting down to the wire. Oh, you know what? It's teachers. It's old teachers that I've had. We're getting down to the wire, you guys. We got to, we got to get this together. Okay. My top favorite books. Uh, You need to read these. (laughs) Not like by the next episode, but books I think you should read. Uh, Right now I'm reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. That's the book that I was telling you about that someone bought for me. And um, I kept looking at the cover and going, ugh, no. Now her writing style is a little bit weird. To me, it feels like I'm reading a lot of run-on sentences and hyphens and um, like I'm reading text messages. But that's just because I'm really into grammar. But once you get past that, the content is really exceptional. I'm really into this book right now. You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Read it. One of my older books that I love, love, love is Energy Addict 101. I found this book in a fucking Jamba Juice a long time ago. It's by John Gordon, J-O-N. They don't, he doesn't do this particular book anymore, this edition. I think it's um, like edition two now. But uh, J-O-N, Gordon, and it's called Energy Attic 101. If you can get past, in all of these books, if you can get past, um, like if religion is not your thing, because it's not really mine, but I, you know, whatever. I grew up going to Catholic school, so I'm able to take what I want from the content. Uh, If you can read past the religious stuff, then uh, the content is really great on that. Energy Addict is about how to get more energy naturally. Basically, how to light the fire, how to get the passion again um, for the things that you're doing so you're not just like existing, not just taking space on this earth. Uh, Kelly Catrone is one of my favorites. She's a badass, hard-ass bitch. Uh, the book is called If You Have to Cry, Go Outside. She has a second one. I haven't finished that one yet. I kind of read it and then stopped. But Kelly Catrone, it's like cut and then R-O-N-E. Okay. That one's really great. It's for my girl bosses. Um, the Confident Woman Devotional by Joyce Mayer. M-E-Y-E-R. Joyce Mayer. A friend of mine bought this for me. It's broken down into days. So each day is an entry. I think it's really great if you just kind of wake up and do a meditation and then read a section for each day. Again, very religious, that one, but um, an interesting read. And then my all-time favorite, The Heart, The Heart, The Art of Happiness uh, by His Holiness the Dalai Lama. And you can get that at the library. You can get all of these at the library, I'm sure. I like to be able to... um, like fold a page or highlight or pencil in a book. So I like the hard copies. 
Um, but you know, again, that's up to you how you like to read your books. But those are my favorite inspirational, get me back on track books. If you need to read those for 2019, please invest in your well-being. It's worth it. Okay. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a great January and um, I'll probably write you or write you. I'll probably talk to you guys soon. All right. Thanks. Bye.